evening of great joy honor and great blessings and prosperity the evening of your presence and your power now lord you have gathered your saints from the whole world that they may stand with you and stand for you in the days to come in midst of all trials and temptations the lord shall stand with you and stand for you that's an assurance god gives every one of you tonight he does not stand with you alone he will stand for you he will stand with your family and stand for your family he will stand with your ministry and stand for your ministry he will stand with your factory and company he will also stand for your business thank you lord for the word and assurance given to every one of us right now in the mighty and matchless name of our lord and savior jesus christ we come and knock at the door of heaven for everyone we come to the throne of mercy for obtaining favor for every one of my brother and sister i just pray for a mighty miracle to happen tonight right now yes lord jesus the frozen fingers due to the arthritis and other similar problems now the healing power of god flow into the frozen fingers now the power of god flows into the frozen fingers i could see the fingers are being healed the grace flows into every finger thank you jesus into every palm into every hand that your hands will become healed strengthened to carry out the mission and the duties and responsibilities today it's a special evening for the healing on the hands that you may exercise your faith right now to check on your palms and fingers you will see the transformation taking place right now the skins are healed the bones are restored the joints are settled with the divine touch of god's healing i thank you lord for this evening thank you lord for this word thank you lord for your people we give you glory honor and praise in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ we pray amen amen it is my joy to see you once more in this evening session let us go into the word quickly the word for this evening malachi chapter 3 verse 6 malachi chapter 3 verse 6 is taken for this evening simple meditation the bible says i am the lord who do not change i am the lord who never changes who will not change so children of israel you will never be consumed i do not change i am the lord i do not change so you shall never be consumed we must know something about our own god his name is consuming fire hebrew chapter 12 verse 29 
and Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 24 says that our god is a consuming fire on the other hand the bible says hebrew chapter 13 verse 5 he is an unchanging god he is so unchanging his nature never changes his attitude never changes he is a consuming fire at the same time the same fire also protects you it consumes your enemies and the same fire of god protects you my sweet friend it's a unique nature of god we are going to meditate today the lord who is a consuming fire devouring fire the fire which can destroy anything and everything is also becoming a great protection for all of us that is why he says i the lord do not change i jehovah do not change so you will never be consumed nehemiah chapter 9 verse 21 and lamentation chapter 3 verse 22 confirms that because of the compassions of the lord we will never be consumed my sweet friends we will not be consumed in this world because of one special grace we obtain from god that is his unchanging nature god never changes so many years ago there was a fantastic and wonderful president who was elected in one of the south american countries he was a catholic believer it so happened he was praying to god that he would become the president he conducted lot of self penancing upon his own self he did lot of sacrificial devotional steps of his own sect recommended he was kneeling for hours sometimes he was kneeling he was walking on his own knees for half a kilometer one kilometer self penance he practiced and he became the president somehow it so happened he became the president he forgot his vows and one day he says i'm busier than god when the secretary told him sir you made a vow every sunday he will go to church and kneel down all those 60 minutes of the service and you will be a common man in the church and you will be worshiping god he said i am now busier than god i have no time for anything you know my friends the very next sunday he was not available he was assassinated the very next sunday his body was taken to the same church where he supposed to be kneeling down and doing his prayers and the secretary says sir the last sunday you said you are busier than god and today you are in coffin in the same church with the same congregation and the secretary was lamenting over him he was so worried even the public was moved into tears by this particular incident 
the world is playing with god just because god is quiet just because god is silent doesn't mean that he is not watching over us psalm 5519 says because they do not see the change happening immediately their heart goes fearless to god they are thinking i have no change i so i have stolen i have robbed i have taken somebody's property i have made the wrong signatures i have forged my documents i have elevated my own self in office with the wrong doings but i don't see any evil change happens to me i am still promoted and exalted i am victorious my cases are winning all the time i am never to be defeated when the change doesn't come immediately man goes fearless says the lord that does not mean the god has changed that doesn't mean the judgment of god has already changed no psalm 148 verse 6 his ordinance will never change god will never change his ordinance he cannot change it and numbers 18 19 second chronicles 13:2 to 5 the bible says his covenant with his people will never change and if you read job 23 verse 13 and numbers 23 verse 19 the bible confirms that his determination his mind his will will never change it is not possible for god to change himself anything can change in this world but not god that is why psalm 102 verse 27 and hebrews 1:12 the bible says lord you are unchanging you are unchanging god at the same time the bible says 102 verse 26 everything will change in this world and first corinthians chapter 7 verse 31 the fashions of this world pass away they simply pass away everything changes in this world everything changes the politics change medical science changes theories change commentaries change appraisal change the laws and regulation change the models of this world changes all the time vehicle change appearance change the pattern changes the civilization changes everything changes day by day that is why the bible says you will read job chapter 14 verse 14 we are living in the life of changes we are facing changes every day and the bible says it's a war it's a war job 7 job 10:17 job 10:17 says it's a war the changes and wars are with me we become tired of the changes we have to change every day i am a single man i have to change according to my family i have to change myself according to society i am changing myself every day i have to change my word my attitude my position my authority my simplicity 
nanma exaltation and expression everything has to change i have to change my tone my attitude my appearance my presentation my nearness my closeness everything change or we have to change everything it's a drama and our appearance changes we change every day we are running with a world of changes what we have seen last year we don't see today what we see today we don't see next year there is a theory of adoption a great great philosopher says the great struggle for a man is to adopt he has to adopt himself he was a young boy he was adopted to be a son in few years he is the husband he should adopt himself to be husband adopting a family adopting a position he has to change himself from a child to a man then he becomes a father he adopts to be a father adopts to be a father in law grandfather a man has to adopt himself adoption is the greatest struggle of a man the whole world is changing every day we were an individual now a family next to society can you just imagine you had to adopt the weather situations countries language situate the families atmosphere circumstances the offices and there are two challenges we are suffering every day in this world one is the changing things the next is the unchanging things these are the two battles we are going through one is the changing things everything changes we have to really run behind it and catch hold of it otherwise it will go it's not going to wait for you you are racing against the time and the speed of this world the next is nothing changes when you get home the same problem for 20 years the world is changing outside but inside your house nothing changes same kitchen problem same bedroom problem same misunderstanding for 30 years same anger same corruption same mentality same fight you have become you become really tired when you get out you are seeing a different world you have to adopt yourself to the change of this world the language changes the pattern changes the accent changes sometimes i get confused when i change the channels i see or hear different language altogether the spellings are different the accent is different i get confused when i even hear the audio bible i get confused how to pronounce this or that we studied in british way so many spellings have been changed already and we can't even comprehend the way the world's speed appears to be but back at office same problem same loan same interest same bank problem back in society or in the family matters same kind of humiliation we are going through 
our nature for example doesn't change that easily we are trying so hard to change our own self so our social man is adopting the world the change is happening in the world but the inner personality does not change to adopt the reality of god jeremiah chapter 13 verse 23 the bible says if you can change the skin of the ethiopian if you can change the spot of leopard then you can change yourself you cannot change if you read roman chapter 7 to 27 said Paul is crying literally lamenting i could not change myself what is this two kinds of changes the current challenges facing the changes one is the changes which are unstoppable you can't stop them you have to adopt and there is one more side of your life you don't see a change you are struggling with it you have to really change yourself to adopt it but it's too much for you you cannot adopt it because it's huge huge loans huge family problems they are not changing the sinful habits the evil aspirations the attacks of the enemy the jealousy of people the enmities of your neighbors the gossips of your own family members they are generational they are everlasting you don't see them happening to be changing they are stuck in between and there was an interesting story there was a photographer went to one of the congo rivers or jungle to take some good snaps of some primitive people of those days this incident might have taken place a long ago at least 30 40 years ago and somebody was trapped by those jungle people and they arrested him they were about to execute him and they took him on a boat in one of the very deep rivers and there was some guys they were able to speak few english words they learned it through the traders and somehow the man communicated with those dear ones saying why do you punish me and they said you are using some instrument which is so uncommon to us we are so scared we do believe that you are sending some spell on us the splash you know that sorry the flash the flash of the camera was believed to be a kind of a spell for those people they thought it's a charm something like that he was trying to explain them but they didn't want to listen to him further then he asked those people tell me what's the punishment you're going to give me they said we are going to throw you into the mouth of crocodiles what crocodiles i'm so scared of crocodiles and they said let me take one one final picture before i die and somebody was allowed to take one picture and he said i have two desires one is if i come back to this world again i want to be born one of you because i love you so much i like the way you are living in unity the second desire is 
please throw me into a good crocodile's mouth i'm so scared of the teeth of the crocodiles please throw me into the mouth of a good crocodile now there was a discussion this man is asking the last wish he wants to be thrown into the mouth of a good crocodile okay let us check which is the better crocodile of all these they were discussing for days and months till the rescue came and took him out they could not find a good crocodile they kept on searching for a good crocodile this story really touched me a lot we are searching for a good man we waiting for a good husband we have been longing for a good wife i don't say it's wrong but the bible says there is no one good there is some infirmity of nature and character is found in everyone so we get disappointed i thought you were the right person i thought you were the best person i thought you were the co-partner forever i thought you will bear all my weaknesses i thought you will forgive me forever i thought you will bear me forever i thought you will lead me forever i thought you will earn me forever i thought you will walk with me forever i thought you will be loving me forever i thought your love is unconditional i thought you will be father to me i thought you will be brother to me i thought you will be a wonderful husband to me i thought you will be mother to me i thought you will be mentor to me i thought you will be sponsor to me i thought you will be help to me i thought so we are broken in between then we go to another man same problem then we go to another woman same problem then we go to another uncle same problem then we go to another office same problem we go to another country same problem the problem doesn't change wherever you go the problem is the same the same is same having different exposures the reality of the same is same what to do one side too many changes happening the other side i don't see any change in my life how to handle this we can only depend on god who has two great characters one is who does not change and he changes anything anytime he is a great changer hallelujah Daniel 2:21 says God changes the times and seasons. He has that authority. He has that power. He can change the times and seasons. One of the little countries nearby India and the particular president was very smart. Those days no internet facility. So what happened the market depends on the office hours for example the dollar value for example the gold value everything will be determined when the office hours open when the bank opens so the president wanted the nation to be bit smarter and faster getting the details first they want the country to the 
fixer or the fixer of the race and the president did something wonderful she said from tomorrow the 8 o'clock of india is 7 o'clock of our country within a day the clock was revised and they went one hour advance they went ahead by one hour office hours started school hours started one hour earlier than the neighboring countries a president could do it whatever to our god he can change our times and seasons and 1712 book of job says he changes the night into day can you believe that he will say it's a night but god will change that to be a day and i shall become a day one of the very popular documentary of the hollywood which took lot of awards in the recent days they took the entire movie or the documentary within one closed auditorium or within one closed studio but when you see it you will surprise you will see the entire drama was full of lights you can see a daylight you can see a sunrise you can see a kind of a desert walk you can see everything happening over there but it was taken in a closed studio the engineer said most of our shootings were taking place in late evenings but we were able to make it as a day the technology is so advanced they can convert even the night to be a day for the purpose of the shooting when a hollywood man can do it why not our god he says i will change your night into day i always remember an incident which touched my heart several times there was a ticket examiner in one of the trains of india he was the ticket examiner in the running coach running train he was full of loans the very next morning the loan sharks were waiting for him in the railway station where he would complete his duty and get out for his refreshments he was so sleepless so restless he was saying god if anything happens to me now it will be good i cannot alight from the train compartment the train will reach the station by morning 5 o'clock i have to get down the shocks are waiting for me they will grab all the money that they have i will go home empty lord what am i going to do what am i going to do please do something there was one of the greatest industrialist traveling the same coach he even checked his tickets because of his duty and the examiner asked him sir you are such a great man you can take a convoy convoy and travel surface on surface what of the richest man you are why are you traveling the train 
and I said, comfort. When I sit with other people, I feel so comforted. I don't want to go in a closed environment. I want to go with people. That is my joy. This is my comfort. And the conversation was growing for a while. And after some time, a few minutes before the train was going to the halt, they were about to say bye to each other. And they just said, said, Sir, you know something? I have been watching over you. You never slept. You're always so watchful. Whenever the train stops at the station, you are so watchful. You are also careful to help the passengers to get out, helping them to get in. You have been so watchful. No one is going to question you. You can sit and sleep. I have been seeing you so watchful. But the real reason for his sleeplessness was a loan which was crushing his soul. There was a shark waiting for him at the station. But the rich man thought, this man is so vigilant and so helping everyone. He said, come with me. I'll take you to my office. I want to tell you something. In front of everyone, the richest man of this town or a city took him along with him and said, don't worry. I see a sorrow in your eyes. I'll take care of you. You can give up your job. I will give you a position in my administration. I will help you. My sweet friends, his sorrow turned into joy. It is one of the unbelievable miracles which took place in Indian railways. Within our own knowledge, the Lord blessed him. The night turned into a day. Running train became a source of blessing for him. His vigilance and duty brought a great light upon his life. God restored him. Not knowing much about him, this testimony I received so many several years ago. My sweet friends, many of you are thinking, how am I going to see the first week of February? How am I going to see the next week? How am I going to see the next month? It's all looking dark for me. Jesus says, I will convert your darkness into light. Now I'm going to thank Jesus for 30 seconds for miracles to happen upon your life. That every darkness to turn into light in your life. Father, I thank you for your beloved children. Without waiting for the final prayer, I pray for them right now. They are not able to see the next morning. They are crying. They are clueless. They are pointless. They are now saying, I cannot even wait to see the next morning. The next morning is going to be too late for me. I need a miracle now. I am sitting in darkness. I need a light. That hopeless man found an answer by your own mercy, Father. In the same way, my children may see a miracle tonight. Let them get a message from someone, from office, from the bank, that there is a good news waiting for them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory be to God. Our God changes. 
Psalm 114 verse 8 the bible says he changes even the rocks to the pool of waters and the stones to become the fountains he can change anything and 3626 book of ezekiel and 1119 book of ezekiel the bible says he changes a stony heart into flesh there are two kinds of changes in performance it's so interesting we go into the bible the first change that god does is unbelievable psalm 105 verse 25 says god changed the minds of the heathen people the oppressors to crush his people down god changed the minds of the world the worldly people against his own people can you believe that can god do that yes Exodus 14 verse 5 God changed the minds of Egyptians that they may chase and follow the Israelites they were just released they got the deliverance just now but God changed God repeatedly changed and the bible says repeatedly for example if you read Exodus chapter 10 verse 20 and 10 verse 27 God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. If you read the episode between chapter 5 and 14 in the book of Exodus, you will know almost around 10 times the hearts of Egypt, the Egyptians and Pharaoh got hardened. God was controlling their heart. The Bible says God hardened their hearts. Why he did? Why the Lord had to do it? If you read 14 verses 17 and 18, I will harden the people of the heart of the people of egypt is i will harden their spirit so that they will chase you and i shall be glorified upon this incident i want to glorify myself so i want to harden the hearts of people i want to change them against you and the bible says if you read 30 verse 30 book of genesis after jacob entered in the laban's house there was a prosperity and there was a great multitude multiplication the bible says the wealth prospered increased just by the entry of jacob but what happened if you read 31 verse 2 to 5 the countenance of the brothers in law the countenance of laban changed changed which means what their heart changed who changed the heart god why our jacob was a settled man he was having sufficient children wonderful wives everything was at his disposal he was about to be settled there forever what was the promise given to him if you read genesis chapter 28 stretching from 13 to the end the lord said I will bring you back and 2815 I will be with you to fulfill every promise I given you then I'll bring you back you have to come here to worship me I will bring you back I'll bring you back to the promised land when we are trying to settle down in the place out of God's promise when we try to settle down out of our own calling when he tried to settle down out of the zone appointed by god 
there are some temporary souls god open for us temporary pathway that god gives us but it doesn't change one thing which is the calling of god the bible says if you read acts chapter sorry roman chapter 11 verse 29 romans 11 29 the calling of god and the gifts of the lord they are without repentance god never changes the calling anything can change in your life but not the calling of god we can change our name our address our titles but the calling never changes my sweet friends god has a calling for us god has a place for us god has a purpose for us when we are settling out of it when we are comfortable out of it the lord will change the hearts of people people who received you will stand against you same people they will change their mind against you can you believe that yes in everything it happens in every place of your life suddenly the people will change without the reason they will change and there is a saying in english get out before you are kicked out i always like this saying it is happening in this world today my sweet friends when you stay beyond the god given limits god changes the people against you why to change you god changes the people of god changes the hearts of the people against you to change you jacob was trapped the whole company of laban was against him that countenance changed 20 years there was no problem 20 years there was good terms 20 years the company was going well the agreement was perfect now god changed the hearts of everyone against jacob Jacob was in a fix he didn't know what to do The Bible clearly says he was in a great panic situation If you read 32 towards 10 he says Lord I am not worthy to be blessed this way but I am scared of what's happening around We go through fears even though we are God's people we go through fears many times confusions everything turn around us and turn against us not to harm us but to change us what happened to jacob he became israel 32 28 3510 book of genesis god converted him to be israel glory be to god because the people changed against him he had to run to god he went to the feet of jesus He was holding on to God for his mercy and compassion. God said it's okay. I will take care. Afterwards, you know what happened? He became a changed man. He only wanted the will of God in his life. And God tested once more. The Bible says if you read chapter 45 from 26 to 28, if you read in the book of Genesis He was missing his beloved son Joseph for more than 19 years. And the Bible clearly says when he heard the news of his own beloved son who had who was who who has been promoted and exalted and enthroned to be 
a prime minister or the ruler of the land of Egypt. His heart fainted and spirit revived. The chariots were seen around. The son said, Daddy, get on to the chariot. Your son is waiting for you. Can you just imagine? You lost your son. And one day he got a call from nowhere. And you could hear your son calling you, Daddy, I am the prime minister of a nation. I have sent some helicopters and choppers for you. Please get in. Come. They want to meet you. My sweet friends, you know something? Jacob did not go. If you read 46th chapter, first three verses, he went to Beersheba. He was waiting for a night and praying, God, shall he go? He was scared. He knew that he cannot run out of his boundaries. God has got a boundary for every one of us. If you read 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13, we have a boundary given by God. We cannot go out. God will bring us back to the same boundary of protection and provision. My friends, if people are against you, if your own wife is against you, husband is against you, Children are against you, whom you loved so much, for whom you lived your life. The company people, you have been so loyal to them. They suddenly turn against you. Don't give up your hope. Everyone's heart is in the hand of God. For a reason, he has turned them against you, not to destroy you, but to bring you back to the spiritual boundary, the promised boundary of God for a business and your other social blessings. God changes their heart to change you, to change you to be a person of his own choice. So you need not give up your hope. You have to rejoice. I'm very sure of something. The same people will change their mind. The Bible says if you read 28th chapter of Book of Acts, 4 to 6, there was an incident with St. Paul. There was a viper clung to his forehand. His arm was bitten. The viper was hanging by his hand. And the people said, he is a murderer. The justice is chasing him. Even though he escaped the sea, he could not escape the justice. He is a murderer. Because the viper was clung to him. The Bible says after he threw it away into fire, the Bible says the people changed their mind. They said, you are a God. Now they said you are a murderer. Now they say you are a God. You are an angel. You are a great man. They will keep changing their minds. You don't worry about it. Our concern is the mind of God. What is God thinking about us? Romans 11.34 and 1st Corinthians chapter 2, the last verse, is our only consolation. Let us not give up a hope. Let's sing this old chorus for a while. He is the same unchanging Jesus. 
unchanging jesus unchanging jesus he is the same unchanging jesus jesus through eternity hallelujah 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 he is the same unchanging jesus unchanging jesus unchanging jesus he is the same unchanging jesus jesus through eternity hallelujah 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 when people change their hearts against you if you feel that god is changing them against you you need not be fearful about it disappointed about it you have to be sure of something that god takes you to the next level and you are chased to the promised land and promised boundaries for to change you and to change your nature god corners them through them and god really stands to change you god is cornering you through them god is stopping you through them god is indirectly guiding you through them he is letting you know my son you have a better prospects you have to turn around to see what is waiting for you by the lord to change you to change me he changes the people against us yes my friends when we cling too much to the people when we run behind them when we always run for them when we miss out jesus when we miss out his time when we miss out the devotion with him and time with him he will change everyone's heart against him so that you will turn to him turn to his calling turn to his presence turn to his love god changes people against you to change you and finally God changes you to change others. And there was a wonderful person called St Paul. The Bible says if you read the 7th chapter of book of Acts verse 58 when Stephen was martyred he was there to witness and he was keeping the clothes of the murderers as well as the murdered saint St Stephen. Can you imagine the mantle of the clocks of Stephen was at the feet of St Paul how nice the way god connected Stephen and Paul Stephen's spiritual generation and genealogy is St Paul he was originally known as Saul over here if you read the book of acts chapter 6 verses 7 to 11 The Bible talks very clearly about the 
power of God manifested through Stephen. And the Bible says no one was able to defeat him with words of knowledge because he was full of God's wisdom. When you see the entire portion, the last portion of the chapter 6, when he was addressing the crowd, his face was shining like an angel of God. Face of an angel. They could see the face of an angel on Stephen. He was a mighty preacher. He performed mighty miracles, chosen person. And God wanted to impart his anointing and calling to somebody, an unknown fellow. There were so many Christians around. But God picked up a person called Saul, who was just witnessing the death of this great saint. The death could not change him. He was listening to the sermon of Stephen for the entire the seventh chapter is full of the sermon of Stephen. When you read the seventh chapter of the book of Acts, it's like you are reading the whole Bible. It's fantastic. The entire Old Testament searching from Genesis chapter 12 is recorded over there. The most incomparable Bible study. Stephen was a wonderful preacher bringing the whole Bible into one classical harmony. The same gift was transferred to Saul. But Saul never knew that. Same boldness. Same word of knowledge and wisdom. Same presentation. Gifts of performing miracles. Can you imagine similar sermons and Paul makes in chapter 14, chapter 17, and chapter 22, 26. He was demonstrating the power of God with public address. Same grace was conferred to St. Paul. But when you imagine, when the impartation taking place, when the Spirit of God was focusing on Saul, picking up Saul in the place of Stephen, it is also true that he was also placed in the place of Matthias. He was the twelfth apostle in order. Added to that, the anointing of Stephen was also imparted upon St. Paul. He was counted to be Saul. And if you read chapter 8, verse 3, he became so ferocious, started entering into every house of the believers, pulling them down, pulling them out, started assaulting them. If you read chapter 9, verse 1, he went to the chief priest to get the letters, even to go to the foreign countries to chase the believers, to trouble them to death. Then he was on the way. All this while, the impartation was already there. The, the spirit of Stephen, the anointing of Stephen, I mean, was already on Saul. But Saul was a very different character, not easily yielding. If you read chapter 9, 4 to 8, the Bible says, The Lord called him out from heaven. Saul, Saul, we are persecuting me. He changed. In chapter verse 6, he said, Lord, who are you? The Lord transformed him, changed him. He was a killer, persecutor, assaulter, a man of no heart, man of no compassion. Blood is like water for him. But you know what happened? Same St. Paul. If you read chapter 20, verse 24, Book of Acts, he says, I am even 
wanting to leave this world for the sake of Christ. You can also add 23:10 book of Acts. If you read these two verses, you will know. He says, "Even I'm willing to die for Jesus. I am willing to die for Him. I want to end my race in joy. I want to leave this world with Jesus and for Him." He was totally transformed. Why the change took place in his life? The change is to change the world. 17 verse 6, the people called in the book of Acts, the one who turns the world upside down has come here. This man is changing everyone. Wherever he went, there was a revival. Countries after countries, cities after cities. There were 23 cities totally converted, changed into the love of Christ in the faith of Jesus by one single man called Saint Paul. Mighty miracles happened. Chapter 19, 11, and 12. Mighty miracle, unheard miracles taking place through the life of Saint Paul. God changed him to change the world. In the first passage we saw, God changes the world against you to change you. God changes the people to change you. Here, God changes you to change this world, to change the people around you. There is a great influence. The man who was hurting people, willing to be hurt. If you can read the entire chapter of book of Second Corinthians, chapter eleven, you will shed tears. You can't believe this man had to go through all these things. And if you read Galatians. Chapter six, verse seventeen. I carry the marks of Jesus upon me. I carry the marks of Jesus on my body. My body is so broken, almost similar to the body of Christ. I carry the scar all through my body. Yes, my friends. Colossians chapter one, verse twenty-four. Anything lacking the suffering of Christ on cross. I bear it on my body for the sake of the church. He changed the whole world by his change. My sweet friends, why you go through the changes? Allowed by God to change somebody in this world. If your change does not change somebody, which means you are not changed. What is the sign that you changed? You will change somebody. If you cannot change someone, if you cannot change your own family, if you cannot change your own school, if you cannot change your own society, if you cannot change your own family members, which means there is something wrong with your change. God changes you to change this world, my sweet friends. We are in the world of changes. What is our hope? Our hope is the unchanging God. He will never change, but He will change everything. He's going to change all your situations. And today, a miracle will happen. He is going to change you. Why? Through you, He wants to change the entire world. At least hundreds of people, thousands of people. Holy Spirit is going to do that. I just share a small testimony before I take you into prayer. 
there was a great saint called Sadhu Sundarasi. He came to one of our towns exactly 100 years ago. He preached in a college university called Women's Christian College. There was a campus, open campus for crusade. Thousands of people came and gathered. And before he was going to the campaign, he was preaching in another school, which was called Saratakan. That was also one of the colleges. He was getting ready for the meeting. There was a horse chariot. He was to ride in the chariot for 70 kilometers to go to the crusade. He was kneeling down and praying in one of the classrooms, or I can say in the principal's room. And some people, they wanted to really see what he was doing in the room. They just opened slowly and slightly the window. You know what happened? He saw, the people saw him kneeling down and praying and there was a light covering him. His lips were only just moving. It was covered by rays of light. Anybody witnessed it, got transformed. The nature changed. They became saints. Anybody just saw through the window. They were transformed. And Sadhu Singh came to one of the village towns. I said WCC. Women's Christian College. Thousands of people gathered. Everyone wanted to have the touch of Sadhu Sundar Singh. The organizer said, it's not easy to pray for all these thousands of people. Sadhu needs some rest. And finally somebody said, Sadhu may relax. Let him relax and recline himself on an easy chair or a rocking chair. On a comfortable sofa. Let the people come and touch him and go instead of he stands and touches people and pray for them. It was agreed. The whole night the crowd came. They had a feather touch on him. One by one. Sadhu was fast asleep. So tired he was. Traveling for 70 kilometers. It so happened. In the early morning the organizers called him. When he was having tea, Sadhu, are you happy? We want to share a testimony. You were sleeping, but your anointing was not sleeping. You were tired, but the calling of God upon you was not tired. The Spirit of the Lord was wide awake the whole night and healing the people and chasing the demons from them. He was sleeping, Sadhu, but the Lord was awake, healing the people and delivering them. None of them was gone home untouched by the Lord. Hundred years are gone. Still people talk about it. Still there are testimonies. Still there are revolutionary incidences recorded. One campaign, one evening program, one touch transformed the whole society. One of the missionaries in England, when he was in prayer about his calling, the Lord spoke to him and said, My son, I don't 
change myself according to people i will change people according to me i will not change my calling according to situations i will change the situations according to my calling because i do not change but i change everything my sweet friends jesus christ is going to change everything in your life while he is not changing god his love never changes his wealth never changes his calling never changes his covenant never changes his presence never changes but he changes everything he will change you that will change this world shall we pray loving lord jesus we thank you for this night we are living in the world of changes yet tired every day there is something happening in this world the banking system changes school system changes academic pattern changes the ministry the way we do the ministry changes the platform changes the values they change every day we living in the world of changes lord last year we saw a different world within 11 months the whole world is changed the communication system changed the pattern of ministry changed the government policies changed the guarantee of a job changed we thought the business will never fall but it's fallen we thought the job will be secure forever but it's gone we thought that tourism is the best option but there is no tourist today changed all the policies of the world changed 5000 people used to gather now only 500 some places only 50 is allowed. 50 people are allowed lot what is this changes everything changes one single virus came and changed the whole world what about you the mighty god the only god are we smaller than a virus lot make us stronger than a virus use us mightily to change this world the atmosphere of the world has been totally changed everything is changed today lord we are battling with the changes the changes are faster than our understanding the swifter than our energy we are chasing the world of changes the other side i don't see any change in my family life same misunderstanding same problem same confusion same financial issues i don't see a change in my brother's life i don't see a change in my children's life i don't see a change in my spouse's life i don't see a change in my office father i'm stuck with the same problem forever one side the world is running faster i could not chase it other side nothing happens i am chasing the things to go forward but nothing happens father i'm caught up in between do some miracle tonight says says our soul to the lord bring father for america let us unite our heart for america lord jesus please changes that we change in the world help us lord 
to see the changes in the family. Let unchanging things change in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the financial prosperity. I pray for the family settlement. I pray for the adoption to be given to us that we can adopt the speed of this world. Only you can help us, Lord. You are unchanging, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. This week, I'm going to spare some more time in prayer for all of you. For this word, the promised word, that God will change us to change the world should be literally fulfilled. You being done, failing and unchanging God will be helping us, strengthening us to meet us again next week at the same time. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye.